Are you a woman of color who wants to be in the entertainment business? Do you want to know what goes on behind closed doors? Join me every week to explore and reveal the truth, raw and uncut. I won't hold back. I am your host, Kaya McCullough, and I have worked for major record companies and talent agencies, and I've gotten tired of not being able to have my voice heard for the fear of being labeled the angry black woman and being tolerated and not appreciated, not being allowed a seat at the table. So here, we will spill the tea to help guide and prepare you for what to expect walking into this industry. This is No Seat at the Table. Hello, welcome to another episode of No Seat at the Table. I am your host, Kaya McCullum. And in this episode, we are going to discuss loyalty in the entertainment business and how being a woman and a woman of color, how we are expected to stay loyal when they're not loyal to us. So buckle up because this is going to be a doozy because I have a great story to tell regarding loyalty and how it differs from a man and a woman and especially how it differs from a black woman or a woman of color to a man or a person who's not of color. So about, I want to say, yeah, about a, maybe it was a month ago. Um, someone in my office abruptly left. It happens. This industry has a very high turnover rate. People don't understand the music industry has a very high turnover rate, extremely high turnover rate. Um, as far as like, you know, assistants and, you know, people climb and move and, and go up and, and switch agencies or labels or, you know, whatever it is, production, whatever it is. People just, the turnover rate is very high and very fast. So that's a given. But this situation was a little bit different because the person at my agency, not only did they leave, it's the way they left and how they left that got me to think, I'm like, well, they did all of this for this one person. Would they have done it if it was a black person, a woman, or a woman of color? Whether she was Latino, Asian, Middle Eastern, whatever, you know, would they have done the same thing or treated her the same way if it was no white male? So I want to dive way back. So bear with me a little bit. So I'm going to go way back. I want to say maybe 2000... Um, Late 16, early 7, I'm going to say 2016. This person came out from the West Coast with nothing. This person was a bad addict, bad, bad, bad addict, bad drug addict, just bad. And one thing I will say about this person, this person does always admit of their habit of indulging and doing drugs. Never, never hit it. I respect that. Um, but a very bad addict, came to New York with nothing. A white male, my agency, my office, you know, really helped this person, helped him. I mean, gave him, you know, a lot, everything, took care of him. Trust me, taught him the ins and outs of how the industry works, gave him, you know, a job itself is, is just, you know, a job, a paycheck. You, you know, taught them, taught him how to be an agent, move, you know, help them with getting buyers, helped them with booking shows. 
trust me, they really, truly went all out for this person. Of course, he's a white man. So they went all out for this person. You know, and this person was <laughs> not in a good place. Um, helped this person with health issues. This person was very unhealthy. Um, they helped him with health issues. Help him get his health in order. You know, just everything you can imagine under the sun, they helped him with. So this person was always so, and I'm using air quotes, loyal, because the show is about loyalty, loyal to them. And I'm using loyal with air quotes and I'm also using it very loosely. So loyal to them. I mean, and I knew from day one that I could not trust this person. I would, you know, you tell this person what you want them to know, or if you, I don't judge me on this and I apologize, but people like, the person I am speaking of, you have to lie to or make up something so outrageous that they're not going to believe anything that comes out of your mouth. Be like, my uncle has one ear and a buck tooth. Like, just come out with something. <laughs> like, my uncle walks in the limp in a circle. Like, something so outrageous. Like, my uncle walked from Japan to California. No, he walked. No, he walked. Boat. No, my uncle walked. What's about some boat? He walked. I know he walked because he told me he walked. Like, you got to come with something so outrageous to this person because you can't trust them. So you, I hope that's making sense what I'm saying so that they're not going to believe anything you say. So even when you're telling the truth, they're not going to believe you because you can't trust someone like the person I'm speaking of. I knew from the, the door, I would not tell him anything other than what I wanted that person to know. Or if not, I, if I did, I would lie to him. Like, literally, like, lied to them. Yeah, been married for 10 years, got three kids. Like, I'm talking about, like, my uncle was the king of Zimbabwe. Like, I mean, like, something that would you... He was like, Kaya's a fool. And I'd be like, well, yeah, because I don't trust you. So I'm not going to tell you anything that... Because I, I know you're going to run back and tell. So, when I say this person would tell... I mean, everything. Someone ends up getting dismissed because... The person told, let's call him Buddy. Yeah, because he looks like a buddy. So we're going to call him Buddy. So Buddy went back to the agency and told them what this person told them. This person was looking for another job at a different agency. This person's ready to move on. Yes, it was that person's fault for telling Buddy because you can't trust Buddy, so he shouldn't have told Buddy anything. So Buddy went back and told them all everything. And then they brought the other guy in the office. Of course, they let him go because you're not going to go over to the competition. You're not going to take what we're teaching you over here and take it to a different agency or go to the competition. Keep that in mind, what I just said. Just because it, it, oh, it gets doozy. Um, you're not going to go to the competition. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. So they let him go. Okay. And so my agency thinks Buddy is being loyal because Buddy will, will lick their behind. Buddy will run and tell them everything that's going on. Or oh, this person used so much toilet paper. Or oh, this person used hand soap. Or oh, this person took three extra K-cups. Also, this person put a K-cup in their pocket, take it home. That kind of squealing, tattletaling, just literally everything you can imagine he did. He would lick their behind. Truly, all honestly, lick their behinds. 
he copied and emulated everything they did, dressed, talked, walked, everything. If that's not a red flag to someone, I don't know what is, but we'll 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 go back to that later. So Buddy was, you know, he he's moving up in the agency and in the industry. He's moving up, he's going to conferences, he's traveling with them, they're taking them places. He's buying Rolex watches with them. He's going out to eat with them. Um, you know, he's doing the same thing. He gets his own office, but he did not have an office. He was sitting at a desk in a cubicle. Now, Buddy is, you know, moving up in the world and doing well. And I'm not going to lie, he was doing well. He really was. Oh, thanks to them and helping him. Because um, it's easy if someone's paving the way for you if you just walk in the path. If you don't have to get out here and pave it yourself and do the work of cleaning it up and doing all of that. But if someone's actually paving the way for you and literally cleaning up and, and, and making it smooth for you, of course it's easy. So Buddy moves up, moves into an office with another agent. I mean, life is good. Life is great. Gets a woman. You know, life is just fantavigo. I mean, Buddy's living good. Buddy's getting his health on track. Buddy is just doing the damn thing. You're like, go ahead, Buddy. Look at you. Cleaning himself up. Just, I mean, I was like, wow, okay. This is all like 2017, 18, 19. You know, Buddy's doing very well, right? 19, I mean, 2019 hit, Buddy is doing well. I mean, the health is getting so much better better, which they helped him do. They paid for him to get in better health. Now the pandemic hits. Nothing's moving. Office shuts down for a really long time. Buddy is still doing well. Buddy is still doing his job, looking good, feeling good. Buddy is just, life is really, really, really good. We got back to the office, yeah, this month. Well, not this month. We're in November, uh, last month. So it, it's, been, it's been a month. We got back to the office and I see him and I'm like, whoa, look at you. You look amazing. Looks so good. Doing so, like, I feel like busting out song with um, Destiny's Child, doing so, so good, whatever it is. You know what song I'm talking about. But I mean, I was like, what? You're like a whole new person. Skin glowing, glistening. Like looking like he lost like a whole army of... Like he just... Buddy looked amazing. Absolutely fantastic. Showing before and after pictures. I was like, googla moogla. Like I was just amazed. Amazed by how good he looked. I mean, life is, life is grand. Now let's get into what we talk. I wanted to give you a backstory on how Buddy behaved and, and how people think that if someone's displaying their true colors, you have to look at them. You have to, you got to be like, if they're gossiping and, and squealing and doing all that about other people, you don't think they're going to gossip and squeal and turn their back on you? Okay, remember what I just said. So, we weren't even in the office a good two weeks. 
buddy leaves to go attend the conference. Now, mind you, this is during COVID. There was nothing. This is like the first major thing that has happened since COVID hit us in 2020. The first like conference, you get what I'm saying? So the first like real industry thing that I know of that my industry was a part of. So he goes, comes back. Now, mind you, he ordered all this shishi, foo-foo, fancy stuff. Buddy ordered, I mean, just, I can't think of what those things are called, those desks that lift and, and electric and this, this shishi, foo-foo chair and the shishi, foo-foo mouse and the keyboard and everything was just grandioso, which cost a lot of money, by the way, and they approved it. Got his own office, made them paint, tear up, walls and cabinets and move shit and pull stuff out walls for him to have a nice corner office, literally, because it's a nice size office for him. So Buddy goes to this conference, comes back, and I'm noticing Buddy's acting a little different. I didn't say anything, but Kaya is, listen, one thing I tell people, you may not think I'm paying attention, but I pay attention to everything. A little sign up, my mother's hood. So <laughs> I say that to say she taught me. One thing my mother taught me is when someone breaks a pattern, pay attention. That's a kid, you don't understand. You think, you think your mother is, my mother is, she, she, she's, I always tell people she's well, but she's crazy. Um, he did something out of the norm. One little thing he did out of the norm, my antenna started to go up. So I knew something wasn't right. I didn't say anything to anybody. I kept my mouth shut. I nothing. So we were in the office. He leaves early. That wasn't what gave me the red flags. Um, it didn't sit well in my stomach, but it didn't give me the red flags. He did something before he left early. He's like, oh, I have a doctor's appointment. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll see you whenever. Uh, Friday. I think it was on a Wednesday or something like that. So I was like, I'll see you Friday. And he's like, okay, see you Friday. Wednesday night, I get a phone call. And then email. I'm like, what the fuck is called? Like sometimes, I mean, I answer, I get late night calls, late night emails. I don't mind it. But sometimes when you see your office calling, you're like, what the fuck? Like, I, that, excuse my language. That's, that's what I'm, I, you're like, what the fuck do they want? Like, I got, I got work. I got time. I'm just a goofy ass. That's how I think sometimes. I'm, I apologize. That's how I think. Especially when it comes to them. Not going to lie. Um, but, you know, they're okay. They're, they're, they're all right, people, but he's just some, just some goofy ass goofs. And you're like, what the fuck? But anyway, <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes. So, you know, and I'm like, okay, all right. He left. And I was like, wait, what? He quit. What you mean he quit? He's no longer with the agency. What you mean he's no longer with the agency? What happened? Come to find out, buddy. Got himself looking good, smelling good, got his shit all together and told my agency to kiss his natural, and the words of my mother, funky ass. My mother, she, everyone's a stinking ass or a funky ass when she gets mad. Um, so that's what he did. You see what I mean when it comes to loyalty? They just knew that he was... He was disloyal to everybody in that office. Everyone, you could not trust him. He was disloyal to everybody in that office. So my office didn't think that he was going to be disloyal to them. 
And I said to them, and I'll get and I'll get into it. When someone showed you their true colors, that's who they are. If he's disloyal to you, and now when I say you, I mean us as you know, colleagues and coworkers working in the office. If he's disloyal to you as in us, the people he's working with, you don't think he's going to be disloyal to the agency and to the owners and to the people that he quote unquote thinks are the heads? If he's telling our stuff to you, you don't think he's telling your stuff to other people? The lack of loyalty. So, (laughs) oh, it gets good. Not only does he quit he goes to the rival agency. The person that my, one of the, my agents can't stand. That's who he goes and works for. Because the guy offered him a better position. Now, mind you, he took the agency paid for him to go down to this conference. But he was networking for himself, not the agency. He was hooking himself up, not the agency. Isn't that something... Now, I said all that to say, this is what happened to me. I went to a conference out in LA, paid for it with my own money. The agency did not pay for me to attend this conference. I paid with my own money to fly out to LA to attend this conference. They knew I was going because they were going to be, they paid for the other agents to go, but didn't pay for me, which is fine. No big whoop. So now, mind you, If I pay for myself, I'm on my own time. No. I figured, hey, I can use my agency's name. I do this conference all the time. My agency's there. Other agents are there. We all know each other. We're having dinner, lunch, talking, whatever the case may be at this conference. But I paid out of my own pocket. They paid for the white agents to go, but didn't pay for a little black girl over here to go. Now, mind you, I said I paid with my own money to attend this conference in L.A., actually in Beverly Hills. That shit wasn't cheap. Anywho, that's not the point. Um, But um, I paid out of my own pocket. This was in 2000. Well, all this is before the pandemic. Um, So paid. When I get back, now, mind you, when I'm out there, I'm networking for the agency. I'm meeting people, telling them what I'm doing getting business cards, giving out emails, giving my email, just connecting with people. And I'm seeing my agents, they talking, they, they're introducing me. Hey, Kaya works at the agency too. Or, you know, I'm like a whole big, like it wasn't a secret that I was going to this conference. Everyone knew I was in my agency I was going to this conference. Because we have a bi-coastal agency. We're LA and New York. I'm, I'm in the LA side. I mean, I'm on the New York side and the LA team went to the LA conference. So I am the only agent from New York that went to the LA conference. So, <laughs> when I get back from the conference, my agency was very disrespectful and didn't want to pay me. Now, mind you, Buddy, they paid for him to go to this conference and he was disloyal to them at the conference. Me, the little black girl, I paid out of my own pocket to go to the conference and was loyal to them, networking, Doing this, doing like, you know, making, you, you know, my mother always says, use them, don't abuse them. Because you're going to connect either way. And if you're genuine and you're about your business, you're going to make good, good connections. Whether you're with an, a top agency like me or you're on your own. If you're genuine, you're about your business and you go and approach people business-minded, business-like and with respect and they know what you're talking about, 
and you two can have a camaraderie of how we can help each other grow and whatever it is you want to do together in this business, you're going to build a network. So I went, when I get back to New York, <laughs> they didn't want to pay me. And I'm like, wait, what, what, uh, something missing all this. You know, a couple of numbers are missing off this, 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 this paper thing here. I called it a paper thing because I forgot what it was called. I was, that's how mad I was. I called it a paper thing. They, you can't, you know, checks are paper. I called it a paper thing. I'm like, some numbers are missing. So the lady said, well, they told me not to pay you. I said, who's they? So when they got off the elevator, my black ass was standing right there. And I was like, I didn't say, excuse me, good morning. Does your breath stink? Did you wash your ass? I said, we need to talk and we need to talk now. So they knew. So when I went in the office, you know, when you, I closed the door. I, we need this door closed because we can't have the conversation with the door open because I guess I say some dirty things. I don't want nobody to hear. So I can't, I don't, I don't we don't have cameras in the studio yet, but we were going to get cameras in here soon. My body language went from saying like a lady to having my arms on my knees and I was sitting straight forward just in case I had to leap across the desk. Don't play with my money. I work, you pay me. Do you see how this goes? She's like, well, how long have you been here? Long enough. Long enough to when I work, you pay me. Because this wasn't a pleasure trip. I didn't go out to Beverly Hills shopping on Rodeo. I didn't go out to Beverly Hills to be having dinner at the... I don't even know what Ivy is. I, was, I think that's in LA. Anywho, that's not the point. I wasn't going out having dinner with, with celebrities. No, I was in there networking with these celebrities. I was in there networking with our clients and our artists. I was in there busting my behind, getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Now, mind you, I was up at like 2 o'clock in the morning, going all day to like 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock LA time. Because after the conference over, people want to go out and drink and network and socialize and do things. It took me, like, I, I barely slept when I was out there. And you're not going to pay, bruh, either you pay me or I'm going to kick your ass. That's how I, my, my body demeanor was. Because I, I, I would have had no problem turning that office up. And if you call the cops, they're going to be pissed. And, you're gonna, and, and you are going to bail me out of jail. And you're going to fix your own office. I'm going to tear this bitch up. That's how I felt. That's how angry I was. But you see how they disrespect us? You see how me being loyal to them, they weren't loyal to me. They were loyal to Buddy because Buddy's a white male. And Buddy told them to kiss his ass. His, and where's my mother? His big funky ass. You see how, as a woman, and being a woman of color, how we're expected to be loyal. And if they get even a glimpse or a, or a taste or they think we're trying to do something sneaky and shady. They have no problems exposing us and treating us bad. And, be, and they did it to intentional and deliberately try to be funny. But they had no idea the white man, Buddy, was going to turn around and kiss them, kick them right in the ass. I'm going to kiss my big, funky, flabby, skanky ass. And that's exactly what he did. He went over to the rival agency. Now. He's trying to pull our artists over to the agency. You know how illegal that is? You know how disloyal and disrespectful that is? He was so... They just knew that Buddy was going to be loyal. They just knew that Buddy had their back. But like when they told me, because they pulled me into the office, 
Because Kaya, I don't know why Kaya, I, I don't ask. But I'm like, I'm, I'm standing there. He's like, can I talk to him? I'm like, me, what the fuck you want to talk to me about? Shit. You know, that's how I, sometimes, you know, I don't want to talk to him half the time. Let me do my thing. Nobody bothering you. So he puts me in his office and he closed the door. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of, did I curse somebody out? And you know, the first thing I think was, who did I, did I curse somebody out? Tell them I'm going to beat their ass. They'll call them a motherfucker. That's the first thing I thought of. But then I was like, no, I haven't done that. So, you know, we just got back into the office. So it's still too early that I've threatened somebody already. But um, so he told me, he was like, I don't know if you, uh, I know you know that um, Buddy left. I just want to let you know that it wasn't, uh, a cordial, it's not a pleasant situation that he's trying to steal from us. He's trying to steal our artists. Now we're seeking legal action. I'm like, oh, it's getting juicy. You seeking legal action. And I said to him, I was like, when someone shows you their true colors, that's who they are. If he was disloyal to us, he's going to be disloyal to you. If he was running behind our backs and telling our secrets to you, you don't think he was doing the same thing to somebody? If they gossip about, if they gossip with you, they'll gossip about you. If, the, if he's disloyal to his friend, he's going to be disloyal to you. Does that make sense what I'm saying? He showed them his lack of loyalty from the very beginning. But they thought it was loyalty because they, he, they, they thought it was loyalty because he wasn't doing it to them. He was doing it to somebody else. But karma's a bitch and your time will come. Your, 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 your car is going to get clocked one day. That karma's going to come back. Someone said to me about karma. I was like, oh, that makes sense. She may not always come on time, but she will come. She may not always pay her bills on time, but she's going to pay them bills. You see how he, he was so... That boy got fired behind him. And he was so upset with the agency because it's like, how can they just, you know, they didn't even, they just going off his word and blah, 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 blah. And look, he turned around and told the agency to kiss his big, fat, funky, skinky, skinny, large, medium-sized, funky ass. His small, two-foot-tall, one knee, two noses, eight toes ass. Like, he, he, he told the agency to kiss his ass. Because he showed disloyalty from the very beginning and they didn't take heed because he was a white male. Had he had been black, child, that shit wouldn't have flied. They were like, you gossip too much, you talk too much. You, you, do you see what I'm saying? And had he had been a woman, it wouldn't have flied. You see what they did to me? They literally did not pay me. And I had to step outside of my character to get my money. And I was like, Bruh, I was out here working and, and, and making connections for the agency. And then when he saw the album connections, he was like, oh, oh, oh. But it was so funny because I will say this. <laughs> I was so, my body language completely changed that they cut me a check right then and there. <laughs> it was like, by the time I went to the bathroom and came back, my check was already cut. I was going to cut him. Like, I wasn't, don't, do not play with my money. If I work, bro, I flew out to LA. I flew out to LA. When I flew back to, I didn't even go home. I came back to the office to do work. It was that day that we had that, that really bad snowstorm where they, like, it took like 12 hours for us to get home. But I could have went home 
And I wouldn't have got caught in that snowstorm. I want to make connections now, email people now while, you know, they still fresh and I met everybody. You know, I literally just got off the plane. I literally, I washed up in the bathroom in my office and sat my goofy ass down in my office and got to work. I got, I got to my office like around six o'clock in the morning. I took the red eye back from LA. And I didn't get home to 11 o'clock that night. Dedication. But they didn't see it like that. They saw like, oh, she's trying to be funny, trying to be sneaky, going behind our backs. I didn't go behind your back. You knew I was going out to LA. You know I was attending this conference. Because other agents are going to be there. I let them know. I let you know, hey, I'm going, to, I'm going to this conference. I'm going out to LA. I'll be out for like four days. You know, whatever. And it's like, wow, you don't want to pay me? But buddy over here, you want to pay for him to go stay in a five-star hotel? had dinner with the artist, and they spent $1,500 on dinner for an, a big-name artist. He's one of our big-name artists. Yes, he is. You spent $1,500 on an artist, and Buddy told you to kiss his skinny, small, large, medium, extra-large, wide, turn, funky ass. Because he's a white male, and you thought his disloyalty to others was loyalty to you. That's not how this works. If someone is showing disloyalty to anybody, especially in this business, they're going to do it to you. Do, and if you're a woman or one of color, do not associate yourself with someone like that. Especially if there are a man or a white man, distance yourself. Watch that person. Feed them with a long-handled spoon. Stay cordial, but don't get close. Because they're going to they're gonna take everything about you and turn it around and use that as a stepping stone for them and get you fired, get you in trouble. I just want to tell this story about loyalty because I know as women, we're always expected to be loyal. Even if it's in a relationship, a man can cheat all day and we're supposed to forgive them. But if a woman cheats on a man, he's not going to forgive her. Do you see what I'm saying? As a woman, we have to stop. And especially if you want to be in a business, especially a business like this, where it's so much disloyalty and so much just, you can't trust people. You have to stop being, only person you be loyal to is yourself. And if someone is displaying that kind of character, characteristics, feed them with a long handle spoon. Keep them at an arm's length distance. Do not get close to them. Because anything and everything about you, they're going to use and turn to something negative and make you out to be the bad guy and make it seem like you're not doing what you're supposed to do and that they are. I just wanted to give that little bit of advice in that story because I know what it's like to be a woman in this business and have people just be so disloyal to you and, you, and they expect you to still show loyalty. That's not how it works. Be loyal to yourself. And if you see someone like that, run. Stay away. And if you do have to socialize with them, lie to them. Tell them that your uncle has one knee and he walked from Hawaii to Mexico. And then he became, then he came the king in Mexico. Then he walked from Mexico to Africa and became the king of Africa. And then he went back to Australia where he was born. Just, just lie to him. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of No Seat at the Table. I am your host, Kaya McCollum. Until next time. <laughs>